you know, there's all these stories about, you know, guys over in Macedonia who are running these fake news sites. Number 24 is Content Farms in Macedonia. Vidite ako se napravi greška, tako ki bude kobna, nema vraćanja nazad. So, Europe need to to remain more sexy lady in the world. Ajde, majkata! Gospode, čuva Macedonija in izvinite grajke. Bulgaria has elections for the 50th time in two years. Actually, it's only the fifth time in two years, but it might as well be 50, given that this most recent election will likely lead to another election. And yet, the Bulgarian government, no matter, no matter how many interim governments they have, still acts like a bully and a child simultaneously, telling Macedonia that they, Bulgaria, should be consulted on any constitutional changes that Macedonia makes, and that if they, Bulgaria, don't get their way, well, they'll just reimpose their little veto. Meanwhile, Vumaro agrees that perhaps the Croatian constitution model might work after all. In the Croatian constitution, the Croatia is the nation-state of the Croatians, and they also have various other ethnic minorities. After all, Prime Minister Kovacevsky and Foreign Minister Osmani have in the past mentioned the Croatian model as acceptable. In other news, Artan Grubi of Dewey not only is raking in money off the no-bid infrastructure project with Bechtel, but is now into gambling in casinos with Austrian gambling giant HTL, while literally shootouts continue in parts of Skopje mainly inhabited by ethnic Albanians. We'll discuss all of this and more on this episode of the Macedonian Content Farmers Podcast. I'm Jason Miko coming to you from the foot of the Catalina Mountains in Oro Valley, Arizona. And this is Tvitan Chilimanov in one of the safer neighborhoods in Skopje. <laughs> I, um, I noticed the... Um, We'll talk about the Bulgarian elections in, in just a second, but I did notice that the uh, the latest uh, shootout amongst Albanians was, I think, over the issue of bread at a bakery and breaking fast during Ramadan, I believe. Yeah, they get grumpy, you know, don't eat all day, that's the the model of the uh, Ramadan fast, and then you wait for night to fall and then you start eating, and uh, there was some fighting over uh, who gets to order first in the local bakery as night was falling, and they pulled pistols and... Uh, Few, few of them got uh, injured. I mean, look, I, I think it's human nature. I get grumpy if I don't eat, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's kind of the way it works. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> or, we'll, or you we'll, don't we'll... get your coffee. Or I don't get my coffee. Exactly. Yeah. Or my uh, my mastica in the afternoon. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. This was not right. a gang incident like the previous few, but yeah. uh, which we had. But it's still like indicative of state right. of affairs here. Yeah. Well, this is, we should mention today is uh, Saturday April 8, and this is uh, episode 154 of the um, Macedonian Content Farmers podcast. So Bulgaria had elections just a little, well, uh, less than a week ago on April 2nd, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was actually the fifth uh, election in, in, what, two and a half years or something like that. And from the looks of it, it seems that they will, once they try and, once they actually have a, a quote-unquote government um It'll be unstable like the others, and, and it'll mm. fall apart. I think Israel and Bulgaria are competing for nations to have the most elections in the smallest amount of time. Mm. I think Israel's had four or five elections as well. Bibi's in charge there. But So Bulgaria, uh, so it's Grb. Uh, our old friend Boyko Borisov mm. came out on top this time, uh, followed by uh, Kirill Petkov, and we continue to change. Um, what are the other parties? There's a pro-Russia party, Revival, I believe. Yeah, that's the uh, new nationalist part. 
New Nationalist Party. And then, of course, uh, uh, what's the uh, the funky party by uh, oh, what's his name? The the, the uh, Turkish actor. Uh, yeah, actor. yeah. The uh, ITN Ima Takov Narod. That's the what was his name? We can, uh, Slavi. We continue the change. Slavi Trifonov. Slavi Trifonov. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. They just uh, narrowly squeaked in. They, they won one of the earlier elections, and now barely they're barely making it uh, in the parliament. Right. For for our listeners that that maybe some Americans you, in a parliamentary system, you have to clear a threshold of X percent in the election mm. to be able to be able to get seats in parliament. So, uh, but it doesn't matter how you slice and dice it. It doesn't matter who actually forms a government. There, the, the Bulgarians are going to continue. Um, uh, with their position uh, towards Macedonia, which is Macedonia must change the constitution, and uh, and then and then perhaps maybe if we wake up on the right side of the bed, then you can start to uh, start your EU accession process. Uh, and this past week, it was the the interim. Yeah, I guess we have to say for each and every um, member of the Bulgarian government, you have to put the word interim in front of their their title. Mm. Because, yeah. because they're technically interim. The interim foreign minister said that that uh, Bulgaria should be consulted on changes that the Macedonian government makes, government makes to the Macedonian constitution. And then uh, I see I, I did I did see that Stevo Pendorovsky came out and said you're barking mad. Yeah. And uh, Osmani actually said no. And then the Bulgarians I think pedaled back. And do I have that right in that order? I did not see them pedaling back honestly, but. Uh... It's uh, you know questionable how much uh, influence this uh, uh, foreign minister has, but I didn't really see them pedaling back. But uh, Pendarovsky was very strict. He used the terms of uh, this is like something that an occupier does to an <laughs> occupied country. Right. But in reality, he agreed to the terms. We're practically you know we know that uh, the government, the president, they all first rejected the Bulgarian demands that we amend the constitution and include the Bulgarian nation in the preamble. Then they accepted these demands after uh, Kovacevsky was invited to the USS Harry Truman for a meeting. And, uh, uh, I mean, it doesn't change things much whether a Bulgarian expert is directly included in the commission that would discuss this, or if it's just, you know, they say these are our demands and you better uh, meet them. We have pre-written uh, articles for you know for the other ethnic groups. So the the preamble of the constitution is an ungodly mess. It says, first of all, it says the citizens of Macedonia. This was inserted mm-hmm. by SDSM after the colored revolution in a civic stage. The, the, in the civic stage, they were in in the citizens of the world stage. Then it says the Macedonian people. I think it has the large, a capitalized letter, M, even though it's grammatically incorrect to make us look more important. Then it names the other peoples in Macedonia, the Albanians, the uh, Serbs, the Bosniaks, blah, blah, blah. And um, uh, it would just, you know, be like Albanians, Serbs, Bosniaks, Roma, and probably, you know, the, the latest additions would be the, Bos- the Bulgarians, and then the, the Croats, the Montenegrins are also, like, applying to, to join. Uh, maybe the Jews, maybe the Muslim Macedonians, this is a bit controversial, but, you know, this is a, like a written segment. So there is nothing to negotiate. There's nothing to debate. It's like you just add, insert my name here. 
But mm -hmm. now that the Bulgarians said that we want a commission to join the commission, and the government says we'll have a commission, I mean, there's really no need to have a commission. It's just like a technical matter. Uh, but now that they're discussing about a commission, it's possible that they might have something more complex in mind. And uh, so far, the Bulgarians are not saying this, at least not this interim government, but they are not that important anyway. So it's possible that the next government uh, might say we have a special role in Macedonia. We have, you know, this complicated situation where the Macedonians, we believe, used to be Bulgarians. So you can't just mention us uh, with the others. You have to rewrite the part where it says the Macedonian nation, which used to be the Bulgarian nation, or <laughs> something like that. Mm -hmm. The Macedonian language, which derives from the Bulgarian language, where it's mentioned. The, the I don't know, the Macedonian Orthodox Church, which originated as a Bulgarian church. You know, they can be creative in all sorts of ways. So, so yeah, this is the one of the funny elements that are happening with the with the constitution, and the other obviously is uh, Vemera, the Vemera right. proposal. Right. So let's talk about that. The Vemera proposal. So it's the um, they're now accepting the Croatian model, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. Kovacevsky and Osmani had, had mentioned in the past within the past year. The Croatian model says that. Croatia is a nation state of the Croatians, mm -hmm. Croatian people, I'm not sure exactly how it reads, and then other ethnic minorities. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, all, we, we had that model. Initially, Macedonia was the Macedonian nation state, mm -hmm. and then after the war with the Albanians in 2001, we had uh, the Macedonian nation and the parts of the nations of the Albanians, the Serbs, the Turks who live here. This was the formula. Um and then it was, as I said, further diluted after the colored revolution with the citizens, and then the Macedonian nation, and then the parts of the nations. Um, but the Croats, you know, they had like they have one huge minority, like we do. Like they had the Serbs, we had the Albanians. They had the war with the Serbs, we had the war with the Albanians. But the Croats won their war. They mm -hmm. practically uh, expelled the Serbs after several years of fighting the Yugoslav army, and uh, it's in their interest to have everybody and their grandmother in the constitution, so it's not like the Croats and the Serbs, and then like five empty spaces and then others. So they put the Serbs, they lumped the Serbs in with like 15 other minorities, and they included the Macedonians to mm -hmm. dilute the importance of being mentioned as a minority. But the our government, after they were persuaded to accept the Bulgarian demands. They started saying, look, look how open-minded and tolerant Croatia is. They have like 15 minorities. Why can't we be like the Croats? They have the Macedonians. We should include the, the Croats in our constitution since they have included us. And by the way, we should sneak in the Bulgarians as well once we're doing this. <laughs> so uh, this was their pitch. But then Vimera, okay, this was, Vimera prone to this very, too clever by half, like, how did they come up with this? I can't believe they thought of this idea that usually doesn't work. But this is interesting. I mean, this takes the pressure off of them and puts it into the, on the Albanians. They mm. say, okay, we've been losing all this, making all these ethnic concessions with the name, the language, the coat of arms, everything. Mm -hmm. um, 
why can't we gain something for once as a Macedonian nation? And plus it will unblock the process and plus you proposed it. So our proposal is we will vote for, you know, the Albanians and ASDSM are very loud that we are blocking the process, that we are delaying everybody's common future in Europe. Okay, fine. We will vote for this. We will vote for the Bulgarians. But you give us, the Macedonians are now the first among the equal nations. Let's strengthen the article. Let's say Macedonia is the nation state of the Macedonians with full respect of minority rights for Albanians. And mm-hmm. uh, and the, obviously the Albanian parties are rejecting this immediately. Mm-hmm. But this helps Vamera say, okay, we, we are not blocking the process now. We made a proposal. We are accepting their proposal. Now the Albanians are blocking the process. Incidentally, one of the Albanian parties, the, the one which was like more moderate, friendly to Vemero, which uh, the uh, Alliance of Albanians, which joined the government and is now very angrily opposed to Vemero, they said, okay, we don't want the Croatian model, we can look into the Swiss or the Belgian model. Hmm. So now they're openly proposing partition of Macedonia into ethnic cantons or you know, ethnic, uh, ethnic uh, federal units. So this was their response. Right. That's Arvin um, Tavari? Uh, Taravari, yes. Taravari, right, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So so the negotiating process of the government, of Sudas uh, and Dewey, is you accept everything we say, we yeah. accept nothing you say, end of story. If you don't, you are against the quote-unquote European process or the European Pianization of Macedonia, yeah. blah 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 blah, um, yeah. and uh, and that's their position, and that also happens to be the position of the diplomatic corps in Macedonia mm. as well. Is the yeah. best way to negotiate is you, you peasants, yeah. uh, upon whom we enlightened globalist diplomats, and especially the uh, state U.S. State Department on Calais, which pisses on the peasants from Great Heights, you peasants uh, must accept Siddhartha Dewey's position uh, and you get nothing in return and you will take it and you will like it and after you take it, you'll say, please, sir, may I have another? Yeah. Oh! Yeah, they have all these internationals coming, like the German foreign minister, the Croatian president, funnily enough. He was asked, <laughs> okay, why... Why can't we have the creation model? Well, no, you should have something, but, you know, like, for yourselves. Uh, I mean, they can't support Vemera on this, but it's a good, yeah. it's a funny move by Vemera to, to stick it to, the, to them uh, in this fashion. But they come and they, the government was telling Vemera, we'll, we'll buy practically some of your voters like we did last time, you mm-hmm. will cave. Uh, but now they're obvi- apparently not able to make it happen. And... Uh, they're getting pretty nervous, and now Vemera with this proposal even outmaneuvered them for once, and it's it's fun nice. season here. Yeah, that's good to see. And and just on the note on the timeline again, where this is early April, as I understand it, correct me if I'm wrong. The um, uh, these need to be made; these changes need to be made by you know, the fall, I think. Is that correct? Yeah, sometime in November, Albania will uh, overtake us. Uh, now we are both in some pre level, pre-accession level with the EU. And if uh, we do not have a deal uh, then uh, by November, then Albania will be ahead of us. 
they will they may be allowed to open accession talks maybe they won't be who knows uh but then let's see what the bulgarians want now there is a chance that so the the elections in bulgaria are split so gerb and uh they have now like uh for the first time ever like this uh, American Democratic Party style movement of citizens, urban voters, all of Sofia voted for them. I know the more urban parts of Sofia voted with a two to one margin for this party, the PP party and the DB party. Like, uh, we continue the change and the Democratic Bulgaria party. So uh, they are like evenly split in the elections. None of them... Uh, they have like 70 votes and they you need 121 to form a government. So they can either join forces together, and this is being mentioned, or it's possible that these two parties will split because they just formed a coalition recently um, because it's very unpalatable for them. They kept they tried to arrest Boris of the Gerb leader, mm. and now they will be forced to form a coalition with him. It's very like... Uh, is the SM forming coalition with Vimmer after the wiretapping and the colored revolution. That would be, for them, they were riding high and uh, they, that would be unacceptable to them. So now the GERP party mentioned, okay, but listen, we can also, you know, the talks can include even the this super nationalist party, which practically united all the nationalist parties, the Vazraždinja, um, uh, the resurrection party. Mm. Uh, for which all the super nationalists uh, from the old Karakachanov, Vamara, and <laughs> all the other parties that used to cause so much grief to Macedonia voted for. So if they join the coalition, maybe like an outside partner, like in Sweden, like a nationalist party, not allowed in the government, but like an outside partner, <laughs> this we could have like a very ridiculous situation in Macedonia. <laughs> With uh, the demands would be, I mean, they, their opening bid is that. Uh, Macedonia is the st- is like the second Bulgarian state. That's their opening position. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's let's pivot back to what we started with, kind of on um, these uh, the uh, the shootouts and the mm. um, gunfights and gosh, it's just rampant crime, uh, especially in it seems like in the. Um, a lot of the ethnic Albanian mm. communities. We started with the uh, kind of the uh, the hungry ones, and uh, how that makes yeah. people a little bit a uh, little bit uh, trigger happy. Uh, but there mm. have been some but there have been some some major um, shootouts, brazen major shootouts in in uh, cafes, I believe on on uh, in Chire, correct? Uh, so one was in uh, Ch- near the fortress near yeah. Gotsadalchev's grave, practically. Yeah. In a shisha bar there. Right. One was in a very posh, like expensive, uh, safe part, Macedonian part of Skopje, where several Albanians were gambling in a casino. And this is becoming like a huge deal. We have these casinos everywhere now. Uh, yeah. We had the o- Austrian president came to Macedonia. Uh, you know, this, uh, the green, uh, like electric scooter or public transport using uh, distinguished president of Austria. And because it's an Austrian company investing in this, from you remember all these links between Johannes Johannes Falkentakisan, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Mialkov and uh, the casinos across Macedonia and uh, 
all of that. So Austria is telling us uh, you cannot adopt a law that would uh, remove uh, the casinos, which are literally everywhere. We have them like Starbucks. You stand at one, and then you can see two on both sides of the street, like in opposite directions. You can see two, uh, two more. Like they're so they're mushrooming across Skopje and the other cities, and Austria tells us you cannot close them. This is our investment. You cannot touch them. The law would remove them from schools uh, mm. to no less than five hundred meters from a school, so you do not uh, impress it upon children that um, gambling is okay. Mm -hmm. So we are having uh, this situation. We have the Albanian party, which you mentioned. They wanted to have the state lottery. Sp uh, split in two, like an Albanian and a Macedonian lottery, and they run one. But then in, eventually they decided to form a, a separate company with uh, an Austrian, uh, the Novomatic, the Austrian giant, mm -hmm. gambling giant. So now the Albanians are taking over part of this business. So this, the other shootout was in a, in a casino in uh, Karpoš. We currently have like a village uh, after Aracinovo, which is one of the drug hubs around Skopje. Gerchets is the other one. Aracinova is on the east. Gerchets is on the west toward the, the Matka Lake, the Matka Gorge. They are now not paying electricity. They are kicking out uh, uh, the people who come to, you know, the, collect, the bill collectors. So now a, a significant portion of the Albanian villages, large villages, uh, west of Skopje are without electricity because uh, the power company cut them off for, because the collection is like, I don't know, like 10%. Mm. <laughs> like uh, one token family in the village pays electricity, so you cannot cut off the entire village. Mm. You have to keep supplying the village uh, because of this one family. And then the other families won't let you come near their house and cut them off individually. <laughs> so you're stuck. Uh, so the company has to pretend that they have a defect. Uh, and uh, they did this, so the villagers stormed like the power relay station, tried to connect it themselves, didn't know how to do it, and then <laughs> a good portion of the west of Skopje is without electricity because of this. Mm. So yeah, shootouts, general lawlessness. Uh, uh, the police was pressed to show that they're doing something. So what they did was, we had a very depressing story I put on Twitter um, with the U.S. ambassador today, um, who was tweeting about the LGBT situation in Macedonia. Oh, yeah. We had two Albanian girls from an elementary school, one younger, one older. The older one invited the younger one to flee the school, and uh, um, the older one is like, no, uh, bus cut, you know, like more fashionable girls. So there, everybody is talking in the Albanian community that they were... She was seducing the younger one, that they're lesbians and stuff. And they were uh, mm. away from home for several days. So our police can't do nothing about the actual criminals. But these girls, somebody finds them, reports them to the police. So the police, they want to show that they're doing something to fight crime and that they're active in the Albanian neighborhood and they're doing their job. So they post a picture of the girls in the back of the car like criminals. And Albanian journalists, people who follow Albanian media, they're saying, you, you won't believe how many comments are there on social media that the parents, the fathers, should beat up the girls so they are, beat them straight, right? Uh, that they brought shame on the families. So it's, 
you know, even when the police is trying to do something, this is the result we get. So it's a complete, complete disaster in between, you know, drug gangs and repression of the girls and the vulnerable minorities to threats of secession by the recently included coalition <coughs> member of the government threatening secession. So it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a very, mm. very hard situation in the country. Mm. Uh, a couple of comments on that. That was a, a good uh, yeah. good discourse there. Um, the one in Carpush, was that near Beverly Hills? Uh, I saw, yeah, I saw pictures of it. Looked, it looked, you know, which is, I mean, that's right yeah. in the middle of Skopje, basically. Um, yeah, Malich and Restaurant next to BKW where we yeah, yeah. had the, yeah. yeah. Uh, I noticed uh, Ambassador, the U.S. Ambassador, um, Aguilar, uh, she she's now. I don't know in the past. She, so she, yeah, I saw her tweet LGBTQI plus. So I think she's missing a couple of letters there. I'm not sure which ones anymore. But um, uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of comments on that. But yeah, to, to your point about the police not being able to or not being willing to. That's Oliver Spasovsky, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Is not willing to crack down on actual criminals because they're protected by Dewey. Which is protected by the State Department. Uh, meanwhile, you've got this proliferation of, of gambling joints in Macedonia. I mean, it's it's sad. I mean, I think I mentioned this in a previous yeah. podcast recently that one of my favorite little bakeries all of a sudden disappeared, and now it's mm. a casino. And I don't I don't know yeah. who goes into these things. I I will admit I no once idea. early on, you know, it was probably in 1996 when I was there. I went with some friends to the uh, what was the Holiday Inn before it became the Holiday Inn? Was it the Grand Hotel? Uh, Grand yeah, Hotel. Yeah, there was a there was a casino there, uh, but it was part of a hotel, mm. uh, which is yep. common and throughout you know, the world, especially Europe. Uh, yeah. But I've never ever walked into one of these ones that you just see on every street corner. It seems um, I can't imagine who's yeah. going in there. It's all money laundering, yeah. I suppose. So drug I, drug money. That was my. It's actually more depressing. That was my impression. And recently, I was talking with one of those guys who actually goes there and kind of like an owner tells me no there's actually people are going it's like the coffee place but also the gamble Mm. uh it's more depressing it's not just money laundering people are actually going there they're usually like they hire like pretty girls to Mm. bring in the crowd maybe they chat up the customers but actually you know it's becoming the replacing the coffee place it's not replacing the coffee place the coffee places are ubiquitous but uh uh, yeah, it's more depressing that, that people are, people are actually going there, and uh, right next to it is usually like one of those fast credit joints. Oh. Like they give you uh, like two hundred uh, bucks credit, and uh, you pawn your phone or your car for like five hundred for a thousand. Mm. They uh, give you like a loan shark uh, like uh, interest rate, or even even they, they will give you like an okay interest rate, but then. They have like these collection fees, which are like half the, which are doubling the 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 the, the bill. Like every every time they call you, you have to pay like hundred euros for for them reminding you to to pay back the money. So then you're hooked forever. Yeah, it's a complete disaster. Yeah, it is. It is sad. Um, oh, well, we got it. Uh, let me see what's on our list uh, that we talked about beforehand. Ah, oh, I see. Absolutely nothing. Okay. 
We have highways construction. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, who's benefiting off of that? Um, yeah. Exactly. So, oh, let's talk about Dewey. Well, you know, kind of on the Al Al oops, Albanian thing. Dewey, the, there's division. The divisions in, in within Dewey continue. I saw mm. this quote by Ahmeti, which I thought was interesting. He says, um, in response to the, the 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 splits in Dewey, he says, uh, our statute mm. does not allow factions. Every action outside of the statute leads to anarchy. The most democratic mm. option is for the minority to join the majority in its <laughs> yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, we will have yeah, anarchy yeah, yeah. in our party and everyone will do what he wants. <laughs> now, Stalin was also against factions within the Communist Party of the USSR. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they had interesting ways of dealing with factions yeah. uh, under Beria. They just shot them. Uh, yeah. And... Uh, I, 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 quick aside, I'm reminded of Beria's famous quote, uh, kind of as it relates to what's going on with uh, Donald Trump over here. I think Beria said, uh, show mm. me the man and I'll show you the crime. <laughs> yeah, as opposed yeah. to the other way, or the way it should be under the rule of laws, uh, you go after the crime, yeah, not yeah. the man. So uh, anyway, yeah. so um, uh, every action outside says, I love this. This is a fantastic quote from Ahmeti. The most democratic option is for the minority to join the majority in its opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, a party which has started a war and then uh, dominated, poli you know, hijacked politics uh, on the count that they are a minority and they should be listened to and the majority should cave. And then to the point that the minority has the right to impose on the majority the identity, the national identity of the majority, yeah. which we are now discussing. This, this is the, the and, and crux of the discussion with Vimera about the creation model. Right, yeah. It goes back to what we were talking about earlier. The, the negotiation is, you, you know, you're, you're the minority. You must join with us. Uh, when, in in yeah, terms yeah. of political power, but in actuality, in terms of the, of Macedonia and and um, the entire voting bloc, the majority of people are completely against this. And I would reckon there's yep. a fair number of citizen citizen um, party members that would be against this as well. But none of that matters mm. apparently. So because. This has been uh, dictated from on high by the uh, internationals and Sidisa uh, and your, your uh, the useless prime minister there. Um, yeah, it'll just become stronger now with the Bechtel deal because practically we're giving uh, uh, 1.3 billion. That's like the opening bid uh, from from the public coffers. Yeah. Uh, they're projected to go like 250 million a year uh, into this project, and uh, you know this was. Something that, like, I mean, we kind of knew that uh, the U.S. wants us to sign this deal with Bechtel to give all the highway construction to Bechtel. So, and then Vemero might get, obviously, a fair hearing in Washington, which it never did. And um, once, you know, we render unto Caesar a good portion of our GDP on a hugely inflated in price highway construction deal. And we went with the Chinese with a better offer and then the... State Department did a colored revolution on us. Uh, but uh, theoretically, if we had spent this money through SDSM, which is still a nominally Macedonian party, they would be able, and they're not very happy about making concessions to the Bulgarians. Historically, they hate the Bulgarians, and uh, um, they don't want to be seen as weaklings. Their party is crumbling because of this. So if they would spend all this money on such a deal, while, on the other hand, Bulgaria is purchasing American fighter planes and then selling large quantities of diesel fuel and artillery shells to Ukraine and in this way currying American favors. But then 
SDSM would be able to balance out some of their demands by giving money to Bechtel. But instead of this, they're giving the money. They're so weak in their own government, they're, they're paying the U.S., they're bribing the U.S. diplomats through Dewey. Dewey's leading the, the contract with Bechtel, and Dewey will get all the political benefits. And it's the Dewey-appointed foreign minister who gets meetings with uh, Blinken and people like him in uh, Washington. And it's not Kovacevsky or somebody from SDSM. And it will just benefit the cause of Greater Albania, uh, which is already super strong in the U.S. diplomatic circles. I mean, at the moment, I think Philip Ricker is working for the Albright Group, which, you know, has business interests in Kosovo and has been favoring Kosovo. Ricker is? Against Serbia. Is yeah, he out of the I, I, I think I saw it on... I'll edit this out if I'm wrong, but uh, I think I saw him on LinkedIn. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Stevenson, who was leading the colored revolution, is with the Tony Blair group, another Albanian uh, Kosovo war, you know, um, patron. So we are completely without, uh, you know, we don't have access to the US. We're we're all all the benefits that Macedonia should get from joining NATO and these deals and being on the good side of the West. They're collected by the Albanians here, and they're even harming the Macedonian cause even even further. And, and it's being done with our own money. That's the, <laughs> uh, and now we have a bunch of laws put in Parliament uh, on Monday through some urgent procedure. These include, like, Bechtel won't pay any taxes, won't, uh, we, we will reimburse them for the taxes they pay on fuel. It's going to be, you know, like ridiculous. Uh, every Albanian uh, politician will be filling his gas tank through Bechtel <laughs> after this. And the, uh, they, they still haven't begun purchasing the land for the highways, and it goes mostly to Albanian neighborhoods, Albanian villages, uh, Dewey-dominated. So you can imagine they will be charging like prices for the, the, what it costs like to buy a square meter of an apartment uh, in downtown Skopje. They will be charging this for a... For a field in uh, in a village in in the mountains somewhere in <laughs> in Kuch, in Kichovo, like usually worthless land, and the latest contract, the latest law is that uh, if they run into some archaeological sites, uh, they don't have to go to the government, to the cultural institutions, the archaeological museum or whatever to investigate how important this place is and should they go around it, or can they plow through it. But it, the decision will be made by the engineer. <laughs> so he'll say, ah, it doesn't look that important. If it says, this is part of Greater Albania, this is ancient Illyrian or Dardanian land, then it will be, definitely, it will be used for propaganda purposes and it will be protected. But if it says something Macedonians were here, they'll just bulldoze and asphalt it. <laughs> and that will be the end of the site. <laughs> We should you just you just remind me. I think we should do a separate podcast when when maybe if things are calmed down, which is very rare in Macedonia. But we Never. should we should do a separate. Yeah. But it'd be fun to do a separate co- podcast just on uh, all of these internationals that have been involved and where they are now. I mean, I'm thinking of you know mm. Peter Van Hoot. That's how I pronounce his name. Uh, Simone yeah. Filippini, the Russian agent. Yeah, the Russian. All the Americans. Uh, who was the uh, Wal- Waller uh, Plump, the Dutch? Wallers is fine. Wallers did. No, 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 not, 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 not the U.S. Sorry, not the U.S. ambassador, the Dutch ambassador. 
after oh seeing yeah 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 he he was uh, he did the so practically he was with Aguilar in Pakistan and they did the coup in Pakistan after Pakistan sided with Russia at the start of the war and now he's in Nigeria I guess maybe some oil coup would be well actually listen Nigeria was a very important battlefield for the US we had all these uh uh what what are their names uh, not Susan Rice what's this uh, the USA the director and uh all the all the suspects from the colored revolution they were giving panic statements about Nigeria which had elections so i'm pretty sure uh plump was very involved in uh, having a favorable outcome in the Nigerian election uh but uh, i think they failed i think they elected like the old guard and not the new uh US state department what we what we were even calling them uh approved candidate mm mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So yeah, Plump is, is in is in Nigeria. Okay. Um, After doing a queen Pakistan with Aguilar. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's 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 plan on that. So um, and and kind of yeah. then switching maybe to something a little bit positive, uh, uh, or or at least humorous. Uh, Gunther Fellinger, yeah. <laughs> who is okay. So Gunther Fellinger is an Austrian. <laughs> He lists on the Twitters, his under his Twitters bio, Chairman Austria NGO Montenegro Goes Europe, and that's with a capital E, capital U, Europe, Association for EU Membership of Montenegro, Chair of Austrian Committee for NATO Enlargement for Kosovo, comma, UKR, I guess that's Ukraine, comma, BIH, Bosnia and Herzegovina. He is the most bizarre person I have ever seen uh, amongst the internationals interfering in Macedonia. Um, now, what he didn't leave in his little bio, and which somebody pointed out on the mm. Twitters, was that so the Macedonian Fund for Innovation and Technological Development, mm. uh, which is a step hugely, hugely corrupt, corrupt uh, but uh, Gunther is uh, on the uh, the board or the board of advisors or something. So. Mm. Uh, yeah. And his his uh, he's got a smaller he's got a larger bio on here, but he's just he's a character now. He he went after me, hammer and tongs uh-huh. during the name Did change. It? Yeah, during the name change stuff. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, so yeah, he yeah. I think he asked for NATO to arrest me at one point or something like that, um, <laughs> which which I found humorous. I've never blocked which him. Is because, no longer such. I've never blocked him because if so I find him crazy. funny. Um, but I muted him for a while, but then I had to re. Unmute him. Yeah, I mean, I love his 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 tweets where he's either frowning or smiling, uh, <laughs> selfie in front of whatever, and he says, "I call for fill in the blank," uh, as if you know, yeah. it's just kind of. Oh, here's oh here's one, and he's a prolific uh, 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 tweeter. Uh, one hour ago, uh, I pledged mm. to fight for Ireland to join NATO. Now, <laughs> it's just kind of. <laughs> oh, here's one with smiling. I think. Oh, this is in uh, book. Go rest. Yeah, I can see that's the uh, the Ceausescu Palace. I call for immediate Schengen membership mm. of Romania. Uh, yeah. So it's a... no. He's he's. I, I think he's trolling us. I, I can't believe that. I mean, we've seen internationals completely out of touch, but I don't. I can't believe that he's that, that... unself aware and uh, you know crazy essentially. I mean, yeah. this is all crazy. He 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 had trouble. He became interesting. 
you know, the, the, the current uh, interest in him is that he tweeted that um, there was some girl that was killed uh, during the NATO bombing of... Uh, they, they lived in a village next to the large US, uh, Serbian military airport near Belgrade. And there is a monument of the girl. And he goes from place to place and he takes a picture with all the flags of NATO and whatever country. And he says, I call that we remove this monument mm. and we replace it with a monument, I think, to Madeleine Albright. Mm. And, you know, this is okay. Like, I mean, Serbia may be going on a path to reconciliation with the West if it gets all at once, like half of Bosnia, half of Macedonia, and sea access to Montenegro and a sliver of Kosovo and whatnot. But, okay, this is a bit too much. And then he said, okay, yeah, I am, okay, maybe it's, but listen, she was probably killed not by uh, uh, the NATO bombs, she was probably killed by uh, there are Serbian uh, anti-aircraft gunners who didn't, who shot at her house by mistake. This is the cope that, you know, the Russians do when they hit a, uh, a build, apartment building somewhere in Ukraine. They say, well, it was probably the Ukrainians were trying to hit our a missile which was going in the proper direction and then they they shot their own building which is incredibly crass thing to say about the ukrainians right even though it may be true in this case i don't think it's true it's been well documented this war in serbia and uh, then serbs started going to his uh, house in vienna and started taking pictures okay if you're coming to my house i'll take a picture in front of your house and the place where he works out and etc so he's calling the police, he's telling them, listen, I have Serbs sending me dick pics on uh, uh, <laughs> the Serbs world. Okay, okay do, do you recognize one? Or, like, do you want to take some time to, <laughs> to examine the evidence uh, about the culprits? So, um, and then he comes to Skopje, apparently he's still working for this hugely corrupt oh. fund, uh, which is rewarding... Uh, uh, SDSM party figures, which was until recently ran by a person who is like a very, like Shakarinska's guy, very involved in like the legacy of the communists of the partisan fight. His grandfather was some partisan figure and then like a henchman in the Yugoslav military after the war. And there, he's reaping the benefits of this for decades now. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gunther goes to a museum poses in front of a picture of the partisan struggle and says, well, listen, this was no big deal. Like, it wasn't all that important. Actually, it was the West that liberated, they, they, that defeated Nazism, liberated the Balkans. It was the British support for the partisans that helped them, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, like, essentially saying you should tone down the celebration of partisans. Mm. And, you know, obviously I was shitting on this, this guy on Twitter who, who is practically paying... He's in a different institution now, but he was paying Ginter's salary. Uh, but then somebody tells me, listen, oh, look, it's not the Museum of the Macedonian Struggle, which we all thought mm -hmm. it was. Actually, our boy, who is Austrian, went to the Museum of the Holocaust in Skopje. And this is a mural of the partisans uh, who joined uh, the Jews from Macedonia, from Bitola, who joined the partisans. And it's the unit which had like several, like 12 fighters of whom three or four were Jewish. So this guy was actually shitting on the uh, partisan struggle of the Jews of Macedonia. Again, he's Austrian. So I'm like, okay. Wow. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Wow. 
And yeah, we're, we're having a little fun with, with Gunnar. <laughs> He's just, oh my gosh. I mean, if I go through his, it's a rabbit hole going through his Twitter feed. You know, it's just... It's, uh, he's he's got a he's got a I'm just going through it now and he's got a a post oh, I just scrolled past it let me go I, but I I clicked it on because it was it was so bizarre uh, uh, on. oh my gosh it's just I may be in Vienna in a few weeks so I may be in a visit I don't know. Yeah. oh for, so he's retweeted Nikola Sandalovic who is president okay. of the Republican Party in Serbia, president of the Republican Union of... Ah, Republic. yeah, those... And the tweet from... The two liberals in Nikola Serbia. who is Gabriel Escobar, angel or devil, protector and guarantor of freedom for Milo Djokovic and Alexander Vucic. And it's a link uh-huh. to a, a, a page that from richtvx.com, which must be like uh, 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 Jones. What's the, what's the guy's character? The Jones character here in America, I forgot. Alex Jones. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, wait. Anyway, uh, Alex is Infowars, right? This, uh, this richtvx.com. The title is Alexander Vucic stuns the world by actually stepping down. <laughs> oh, okay, Alexander okay, okay, Vucic's okay, okay. shocking decision to step down has left the world in disbelief. Gabriel Escobar, the mastermind behind the pro. It's just. <laughs> it's just bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it's all all crazy. And but then he, you know he, I mean I, he might be a Russian psyop. Uh, Who Gunther? I mean I, if I were Russian, this is what I would do. Yeah. yeah okay. I, it's actually just occurred to me. Oh. I mean I sometimes when I see something like this, uh, like a product of uh, too much drugs or whatever, <laughs> but you know pushes all the buttons. Yeah. Uh, I mean it's a joke obviously by now that everybody is a Russian agent. Yeah. I've been called a Russian agent, but. Uh, but uh, it might be. <laughs> I mean, it's so like uh, uh, LSD brain. Like you, you, you get like uh, political experts on the Balkans on LSD and uh, <laughs> tell them come up with the craziest uh, mix of uh, stories. Some something, somebody to annoy everybody. And uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, apparently he's got a podcast, <laughs> Apple Podcast, Pax European, um, which uh-huh. let's see. Just clicked on the link. If you do not have iTunes, don't download it for free. Uh, I don't have iTunes. I don't want to deal with it now. So anyway, um, yeah. Go. Okay, we could do it for the next episode. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, anyway. Okay. Well, this is this is uh, this is a good way to um, kind of end on a lighter note. With uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's we will continue to follow the exploits of Gunther Fellinger. Uh, if you find the comments about the, the Jews in Macedonia and, you know, made in the Holocaust Museum by an Austrian family, yeah. that is the lighter oh my goodness. of her okay. Well, all right. Well, let's, let's plan on a podcast uh, on, on kind of the, the international characters, uh, including the entire list of Americans and, and others who have been in and through Macedonia that have demanded this, that, and the other. Um, like Matthew yeah, Palmer. Yeah, is Matthew really Palmer should, still yeah. in the State Department? I haven't checked I don't know. up on I have him. to go back and look. I can't because I haven't. Sam, I think he kind of took over for um, Gabriel uh, Escobar. Uh, Gabriel yeah. Orthodox People Escobar. So that's his nickname. So just like Balkan, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. Johannes Balkan, <laughs> uh, So yeah, we have so many crazy characters here. Yeah. 
Yeah, we really, really should. We should. Let's do that. Uh, should do let's, like a whole podcast. I'll, I'll, I'll start this. putting together a list and email you the list. You build on that, and then we'll split them up and and do our own our research on them to uh, figure out where they were. I forgot LinkedIn is a great is a great resource for finding out what they're doing, and I'm I'm gonna look yeah Phil. Uh, I'm an alien reader yeah. because he looks like one. Um. Yeah. <laughs> And listen, guys, send us anonymous tweets, like, if you want to be included. Uh, and we, we may forget somebody, so yes. yeah, just please let us know yeah. you, you want to be involved. Like, say, send me, send me, like, a tip. Look at what this guy is doing, and, you know, you can do it for yourself in, in your own uh, person, just, like, anonymously. Definitely, yes. Yeah, we'd like to know. We, inquiring minds want to know, so... Uh... I don't know what Bailey is up to. Yeah, that's my... That's, right, uh, I did look him up on, on LinkedIn. I think he's... he's... He's on some board. I mean, it's it's like like uh, yeah yeah he, yeah he was some desk job, but it's, that's probably like uh, I don't know is it the reward or is it like uh, it, it's uh, a continuing way to cover... make to suck off of the American taxpayer teat is the, what it is. So just like Larry Butler, because I think he lives in an extremely expensive part of uh, uh, DC, the burbs, say, uh, burbs. Yeah, to I think his wife has money to do this so. just on like a stupid state up. His uh, sister, I okay. think, but no, but yeah, but this is uh, no, but this is like uh, he he got he obviously got he he has the Albanian money, but oh yeah, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, we'll do that. Some of them will be on the board of Bechtel. Some of these guys, sure. like the like the Kos- like the American ambassador to Kosovo after the they signed the deal, he went and yeah. He was given a country by back to, to run an entire African country. <laughs> oh, okay. you are the white. Uh, what was the what was the title like? Pumba, yeah. They would they carry you on stretchers exactly. and, uh, through yeah. <laughs> through Madagascar. <laughs> oh. oh God! All right, this has been a good podcast. This will be fun. Uh, we'll get this up yeah, and wrapped out. So. And we'll uh, follow what's going on, and if and if nothing happens, we'll the next podcast. Then we'll be on our. Uh, a uh, cast of rogue characters in Macedonia or through Macedonia. So. Yeah, and they and they really they are, are characters. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's been good talking to you. Okay, buddy. You too. Take care.